0: Hey, Abby. Hello.
1: It's a ghost. <laughs> the spirit of my sister back from the dead to watch Forgotten Children's Entertainment on this, The Sister Time podcast. That's what we do here. We watch the things that you forgot. Oh, Abby, show you, you sounded a little
0: uh, under the weather there.
1: Yeah, that'd be the four-day convention I just completed.
0: Sounds like... And you also,
1: <laughs> you got me sick.
0: How How could I... Got... Over,
1: Over cyberspace, you see. It's one of those computer viruses. <laughs> uh, you must have passed it on to me through the podcast, and I got sick. Then I recovered, and then I did a four-day convention. So my <laughs> voice is that of a sultry jazz singer. Hello, <laughs> fellas. It's me. Jazz. a little
0: bit more Jazz like.
1: O'Malley, the sleek cat of the nightclub. Well, Maddie, give me a highlight from your life.
0: Let's see, let's see. What things should I tell you about? Well, this past Only weekend, interesting
1: things, because I got a lot to talk about. I just went to a convention, so, you know, let's make this quick.
0: But yeah, so this weekend was really busy, and I did a lot of stuff, uh, including I did a walk for the Rape Crisis Center, where they neglected to get some of the necessary permits, so it turned out that we actually, after about a quarter of a mile, had to turn around and head back the way we came, and then we just kind of stopped walking, so that was it. Uh, We hosted a big board game thing at my house, and Brendan got, like, way drunk, and no, this punch that he made. Oh, I went to Providence. Blah, 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 blah. Friends, friends. Blah, blah, blah. I have a very rich and full life. It's basically a garden of enjoyable experiences and excellent once-in-a-lifetime happenings. It's like, you know on Facebook, those, like, inspiring images of, like, lakes and, like, women doing yoga on mountains and stuff, but they've got inspirational quotes on them?
1: Is that your life? That's are those life. pictures of you? My
0: life they is a make... constant parade Of fancy alcoholic brunches with waffles and people who love me.
1: Anyway, I went to a convention. It was Emerald City Convention, which is the town that I live for now.
0: The Emerald City?
1: The Emerald City. That's what it's called. Because it's always green here. Is it? And this weekend, it was green like dollar bills. Uh. I made dollars at this convention.
0: How many dollars did you make? Are you allowed to say?
1: I don't know. It seems like a big faux pas to release that information. And plus, what if it's less than somebody else? And they're like, oh, you're not successful. So I'll just keep it on the DL. Oh, uh, some people walked up to my table and told me that they listened to the show. And thank you to those people, because that means a whole lot to me and my sister. There are people love listening
0: you. to this show?
1: I know. They must be the only people. Uh, just two people. Do they just
0: want to come and hang out with us, and maybe we can just stop doing the show and people can just come hang out with us? Doesn't that sound fun? It's just a
1: great way to make, like, a couple of friends on the internet. (laughs) I mean, it's so hard to find other people on the internet to be friends with, but we did it just by making, like, 21 episodes of this podcast. It only took that long.
0: Does anyone want to be our friend based on this podcast, or do we just sound like a couple of neurotic idiots?
1: Yeah, that one. But maybe they want to be friends with neurotic idiots. I mean, who else could we be friends with? (laughs) <laughs> also, somebody made, in case you're not familiar with my comic The Last Halloween, it's very good. Also, there's a monster in it that's kind of big and fluffy and has a skull face. And somebody made a little plush version of it, and it was posable, and it was the cutest grass thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I kept it at the table with me all four days, and that person was a delight. Thank you. Aww. And also, I happened to run into them right outside my apartment. <laughs> it was strange. I was coming home from the gym and I had, like, these cupcakes that I bought at the store and then I saw them and they had the thing on the shoulder. I was like, oh, well, do you want some cupcakes? And so I gave them cupcakes. Anyway, that's my story.
0: That sounds wonderful and magical. I'm yeah, pretty
1: nice. If you see me on the street, maybe I'll give you a cupcake. Hey. I should just carry them around all the time.
0: But first, you have to make a plush version of one of the characters from her comic. And then you get yeah. cupcakes, not before. Yeah.
1: Uh, so please get on that. So, yesterday when I got home from the convention, I watched a movie called The Three Lives of Thomasina. And that is our show this week. Thomasina, though you may love to roam, Thomasina, don't go too far from home. There beasties in the garden. I, the only version that I
0: could find of this movie, because it's the only movie ever that hasn't been added to some streaming service or other, I'd say maybe I got through like seven-eighths of it before the video inexplicably ended, but yeah, like about seven-eighths of the movie in Italian with no subtitles. Um, oh my god. I watched the whole thing.
1: With no subtitles. It was actually really fun.
0: I I mean I was trying to piece together what was happening and I more or less got it. I read like a synopsis afterwards and I was like, okay, yeah, I can figure this out. Yeah, I know that's kind and, of straightforward. I, I don't know any Italian at all, but through context I could like figure out what was going on.
1: But probably the parts where the, the cat talks The parts where the cat
0: talks were a little confusing. Once I realized that she was narrating, I was like, oh.
1: (laughs) The Three Lives of Thomasina is a Disney movie from 1963, a live-action Disney movie, in which a cat is almost put down by her owner's father, an uncompassionate veterinarian. But with the help of a Cinderella who lives in the woods, she is brought back from the edge of death and manages to do the same for her owner, who fell ill after being depressed about her dead cat. And also the father finds his faith again, and that's actually what the movie is about. The cat, it is not about the cat. She is not actually the main character.
0: Was that disappointing to you, that it wasn't really of about Of course
1: the cat? it was. But I was primed by the person who recommended this to us. Well, sort of recommended. She was just talking about this movie. It's one of... Okay, so there is a genre of film that is, like, marketed to children using a cute animal or something, and that it's not actually a good story for kids. It's more like a very dramatic kind of boring story about emotional developments. That
0: was definitely the feeling that I got from this, was a very, like, where the red fern grows, or old exactly. dealer kind of thing.
1: Or, uh, Hachi, a dog's tale comes to mind, in right. which it's a dog, you know, that waits at a train stop for his owner, but then the owner dies, and it still comes to the train stop every day. And I'm crying already. Marketed to children. Hachi! No! <laughs> oh, no. And there was, like, one that I saw as a kid, and it was about Stradivarius? Or, like, his kind of violin or something like that there's a really cool it violin about his
0: violin was there an animal
1: no but there was a kid that's another thing they'll like take a kid and be like all right it's kind of about this kid but actually it's about really boring stuff like a violin <laughs> and the bridge to terabithia which no, is so horrible and sad
0: think about the bridge to terabithia even at all even a little bit
1: It's got that double whammy of, we promised magic would be real, but then it's actually not real. And also, your friend is dead, and it's your fault, and magic still isn't real.
0: Oh, Abby. Okay, we get it. You don't need to pour salt in the open wound of my childhood. Anyways,
1: this is like that, except a little less sad.
0: Yeah, like, nobody actually dies, um, but there's a lot of things that are like, oh, okay, so I guess the cat is dead now. But then it's not dead, because, hey, guess what cats have? What do cats have, Abby?
1: I guess nine lives.
0: Yeah, they have nine. They have nine lives. I suppose. Lives to die. So let's
1: talk, let's talk about some of these character buddies. Got it. So we got the cat. Her name is Thomasina. Very good name. It's supposedly some kind of a remarkable cat, but she doesn't, do things. She's just kind of there. She gets dressed up by her owner, Mary, and, like, she sits at the table and is kind of cute. But cat sitting at
0: the table with you is a very cute thing.
1: It is. If my cat hung out with me during my meal... Well, I mean, she has to because she's stuck in this room with me. It's not (laughs) like she sits there and is like, we're all eating now. It's a fun little dinner time.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, Abby, I'm imagining it's kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre dinner scene. (laughs) Like, it's you... It's your cat, it's the scarecrow, it's like, you know, the skeleton that's taped to your front door, and you sit everybody down, and you're like, let's have a nice family dinner. I actually really did like watching this in Italian, sort of because of the voices, actually. It was actually, it was pretty lulling. I could also kind of imagine that they were saying whatever I really, like, wanted them to be saying. You know what I think it really did was, I think it shielded me from some of the more melodramatic things. Like, yeah for sure from some of the dialogue that would have been about you know the pain and suffering of being a child that has lost a cat because oh my god uh it brought it all back you know <laughs> like I remember being so emotionally wrapped up in my cat like I remember that feeling of just like with penny with Penny I oh, doubt no. me if you will but oh, I she felt was horrible for that cat. like I like I remember actually one day when she like got outside or whatever. Which is, like, a cat outside. Yes, that is fine. Cats will be fine. But, of course, to me, in my head, I was like, she's so young. Not all of them. But, like, largely, if a cat gets outside, you don't, like, really have to worry. Because they'll probably be fine and come back. Because you feed them. So, at least that's been my experience. I don't know. Does spoons do that?
1: Well, she got out one time uh, last year in my old house. I delved into a well of depression. We found her eventually... I don't know if she would have come home. She's a kind of dumb.
0: But do you remember that one time that Dirt, like, jumped out of the back of Dad's truck while on the way to the vet, like, two miles from home, and managed to find yep. his way back?
1: Yeah, well, Dirt was not an idiot like Spoons, Spoons is.
0: is an idiot.
1: I don't know what Spoons is, but she's a very nervous cat. I don't think she would. And also, I need to have her with within arm's reach at all times so that I could pet her whatever I want. I will never let her outside. Also, <laughs> there is the problem of when cats go outside, they kill, like, millions of birds.
0: That's true. That's so. true. Penny probably killed a bunch of birds. But I definitely remember, like, sneaking out of the house because Dad and Mom had both been like, she'll come back, she'll come back, she'll come back, don't worry about it. But I was, like, crying and inconsolable, and I, like, went out into the backyard when I was supposed to be taking a bath. And, like, looked all around the outside of the fence, like, calling her name and crying hopelessly. I That's definitely how it is. identified with small girl from Mary Poppins in this movie,
1: 100%. Disney has had some live-action hits, but I could definitely see why this one would fall by the wayside, because it was so much more about the father.
0: Like, it's, it, I could tell just by the ratio of, like, kid time to adult time that this was mostly about the dad, like, getting over a dead spouse. I mean, like, I also watched a music video that someone made. They took all of these snippets, like, they took all of these pieces of the movie and, like, kind of put them together in a certain order. And then at a, at some point, there was a song that happened. I don't really know how to describe this music video. It's like someone saw this movie and was like, Yes! These are the feelings that I'm feeling in my heart. And, like, spliced together all of the parts where, like, you know the part where the dad is like, Oh, this cat has tetanus or whatever, just sh- Give it all, enough chloroform so that it just breathes itself to death. That's basically what he says, right? Sure. Yeah, like the vet just kills the fucking cat because he's like, whatever. I hate pets that aren't <laughs> useful animals, right?
1: No, it's because uh, tetanus is or uh, communicable. In this film, they swear it is. I'm sure Wait, it's is not, it tetanus, though.
0: Tetanus or is it something else, though?
1: They say it's tetanus, and that I thought was something you could only get from being scratched something that had tetanus.
0: I thought it would be like a rusty nail or like you get tetanus in your blood after you like got.
1: And then maybe if you like are scratched by someone and they spit into your wound and they have tetanus. I don't know. Maybe it'll do it that way. I don't know that much about tetanus. Like every
0: disease you could catch by doing that.
1: Alright hold on. Tetanus tell me. Tell me about it. I need to know.
0: Did you just google tetanus tell me about it. I need to know.
1: Enters through a break in the skin. Yeah that's all. It does not spread between people. Then what, maybe they thought at this time that it did.
0: Yeah, it was based on a book, right? It was. So I feel like this book is maybe kind of like, did you ever hear about the sequel to 101 Dalmatians? No. There's like a book sequel to 101 Dalmatians that is like really weird where they all like go to dog heaven entailing. Oh no. Dogs must die. They all die? I don't think they all die. I think like so something bad happen. Or no, there's like a space dog. There's like a sky dog, and they all like go into the sky. Oh together. my god! It's really weird. Like I feel like all of these books. Do you remember the book Stuart Little? Also, do you remember how weird that is? How yes, weird that she Little actually
1: is? gave birth to a mouse.
0: There was no adoption
1: we have a mouse we now.
0: we had a, and and but then also all of the things he get up gets up to are like ridiculously high stakes i mean they sort of kept that for the most recent movie he's constantly on the brink of death and then he also like leaves home at the end you know it's like his growth into an adult mouse which is like too far for kids to be able to relate to but it's still a fucking mouse you know like so adults aren't going to read it or like teenagers aren't going to read it and be like yeah like this is a coming of age tale he's a fucking mouse it's for children i don't know why this is making me so angry but it's this kind of same feeling of just like you pushed it too far or something i don't know
1: Like, this one feels like a pretty personal story. Because the father, uh, his wife dies. And um, after he kind of mercilessly kills his daughter's favorite animal in the world. But, like, the reason why he says, you have to kill this animal, I'm not going to look at it, I'm done. Is, uh, for one thing, apparently because he thought tetanus was communicable through touch. But also, (laughs) um, because he said, burn her clothes. Burn everything that's touched that animal. And I'm like, what? It's tetanus. Anyway, maybe it meant something else, like the plague. But he was uh, actually operating on a blind man's dog. It was like his seeing eye dog. So uh, he was kind of busy at that time because the dog was about to die. So it's like he's got a pretty good excuse. But Mary decides that she will never forgive him. And she says, in fact, my father is dead.
0: And she just just, like stares numbly off into uh, space.
1: Yeah, like she is in In mourning.
0: Throwing a fucking temper tantrum and honestly yep. totally relate like if my parent who was a veterinarian promised me that he would save my cat and then callously was just like it's not a useful animal just kill it we're not going to try to save it while it's saving he's saving this other animal that he thinks is valuable because it's like a work animal and then of course <laughs> dad tries to like get her a puppy and she's like why the fuck would you try to give me a puppy like she's so yeah. <laughs> like how can you just you can't just buy me off like i cared about that cat
1: it's sad to watch because he like made a bad mistake, and he admits that what he did was you know I mean he thought it was the right thing to do, but he just didn't know how big of an effect it would have. So once you're an adult, you really kind of see where the dad is coming from.
0: So why is this movie marketed to children? It seems like it's a parable for adults, and then like and he's also are he watch. kind
1: of is like a yelly person as well sometimes.
0: I sort of sensed that. I mean, he was yelling in Italian, and so it all sounded like he was yelling about you know like please bring me the soup. So I
1: don't... <laughs> Yes, that's what they yell about over there in Italy all the time.
0: I think maybe that's why I liked it is because I was shielded from like everything everyone was saying. and so instead I... it
1: just sounded like everybody was talking about delicious soups yeah, and salads it was basically
0: like listening to a menu. or whatever It was very
1: chibadas. Oh no, I'm sorry, Italian listeners. We think your language is very tasty. The dad is uncompassionate or whatever, but there is a Cinderella who lurks in the woods. Lori. Uh, yeah, Lori. Mad Lori. Lori. <laughs> Mad, oh, they didn't call her that in the movie.
0: Oh, really? In Wikipedia, no. she's called Mad Lori, which I think is well, nice that's strange. You know what? Goals. Life goals. Is to be, like... Yeah, living in the woods. Crazy, beautiful woman in the woods with... Who has who a Who sings all the time. Yeah. And
1: is surrounded by animals at all times. Yep. And, like, just works on her loom all day while taking care of sick animals that just come to her and be like, hey, heal me, magical woman in the woods. And uh, the local population is, like, scared of her, almost, because she's on her own off in the woods somewhere. And uh, they call her a witch, and the kids are all like, oh my god, she's a witch, she's gonna put a spell on me. I better not get too close.
0: Hold up two seconds. So wait, why do they think
1: she's a witch? Just because she lives in the woods by herself.
0: Seriously?
1: Yeah, no, that happens a lot in the past. It's just, that woman doesn't want to mix with us, so she is a witch.
0: That woman doesn't want to get married, or that, well, I guess by the end of the movie she probably does, but yeah. to the dad, right? To the dad.
1: Yeah, because, of course, uh, her pairing of compassion and his of, like, intellectual, I can fix a leg because I know what it is thing <laughs> mix very well. Oh, and God. they can kind of, you know, help everything with their combined abilities.
0: I am disgusted. She's, like, only just, just so she's just, she's just out in the woods, for no real like reason it's just that she's just out in the woods everybody decides oh you want to live out in the woods you don't want to like settle down you don't want to integrate with society fucking witch that's what you are yep and for some reason that works for adults for adult people not just the kids yeah. being like she's a witch and the adults being like Pfft, of course she's not a witch the adults also think she's a witch
1: i wonder who started it but just from the very get-go it was just she's a witch it's not like the adults were like oh we'd better burn her or anything so i'm a witch.
0: We're both witches. Me
1: too. Yeah.
0: I just bought Sylvia Plath's unabridged journals, and I'm gonna read that shit cover to cover. I'm a witch. Look at us. We're
1: modern-day witches. We're powerful women. Yep. Men are afraid of us, I hope.
0: And animals love us and adore us, and we can heal their wounds just with the power of love.
1: I hope that's true. uh, hasn't really held true for Wednesday, who I have to take to the vet all the time to get her her wounds healed. Yeah, well,
0: you know, she's a fucking snake, so...
1: It's the combination of my compassion for my snake and the vet's knowledge.
0: Why don't you just, like, release her into the wild?
1: That will kill her. (laughs) She can't even survive with me feeding her. Because she, oh my god, she cannot, oh, she's terrible. Every Wednesday, I feed my Wednesday, my snake named Wednesday. (laughs) Every time, I, like, put a rat in there, and I'm like, here, eat this. And she's like, ah, this is a perfect chair for me. And she sits on it.
0: What is she trying to do? Is she trying to? I
1: think she really likes it, and she's like, "Ah, yeah, this smells good. I like this." And then I'm like, "Oh God, please eat it." And then she's like, "Yeah, this is a really great place for me to just lie down."
0: Honestly, I relate.
1: Just sit me down in a pool yeah. full of f- food, hamburgers. I
0: <laughs> yeah, like sometimes just I'm one. not so sure whether I want to eat a pizza or take a nap on a pizza. You know,
1: the, the grease is good for your skin. That was Keeps a lie. Keeps you youthful don't put grease on your skin. Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the child.
0: The child. Wait, which child? So,
1: Mary. Yeah, there's a bunch of kids. So Mary and uh, her assorted neighborhood boys that are her friends. I think all these kids are really super cute. Like, they have this little funeral, and it's really (laughs) cute. They're like, basically just like, copy what their parents do for funerals. And they have like, okay, well, we know this one girl who can cry really loud, so we're gonna bring her so she can cry a lot. I could kind of play the bagpipes. So I can play a mournful song for us on the bagpipes. It's mm-hmm. so cute, them planning this little funeral. And it's adorable. and then It's only
0: cute for us watching as adults. Like, if you're watching as exactly. a kid, you don't really get the joke, which is that it's kids doing a funeral like adults.
1: Yeah, because, of course, they've probably done that at some point in their lives where they're like, we're going to have an actual funeral for this right. animal because they take it very seriously. So they're... Like you know, kids are taking it seriously. Watching these other kids taking it very seriously, and it's not funny to them because no. they're like, "Yes, that's true. This is just what happens." <laughs> like, but we had for many, us, many it was so cute.
0: Pretty real funerals for what, whatever animals we managed to kill, like frogs and shit. Like we had a bunch birds. Oh man,
1: my ah uh, god, the squirrel I had like a baby squirrel that I found. We... It was the saddest event of my life. I cried for a week.
0: <laughs> See, there you go. You can't just be like here. Like, watch this movie about a cat that dies within the first ten minutes, and then you just think the cat is just going to be dead, you know? Like, for a long time, it's like, oh, it starts out with, like, the cat narrating, and it's, like, cute, and then there's the cat dies immediately.
1: Most of the rest of the movie is Mary mourning the cat.
0: Right. Like, I was like, oh, wait, is the cat in this movie? <laughs> or is this- But then
1: the cat uh, is found by Laurie, the Cinderella in the Woods, Nurse back to health magically from being dead. Also, there is a sequence where the cat is dead and goes to cat heaven, which is full of Siamese cats.
0: They just picked up the cat and threw it through some smoke.
1: Yes. They're like, oh, I was falling through space. And it's like, yeah, okay, let's throw this cat a lot and <laughs> film this cat twisting around in space and panicking because like, it's being thrown. You could never
0: make this movie today with a, like a live cat.
1: Absolutely not. There's also a scene where there's a lot of rain and the cat gets really wet. And I'm like, no,
0: the cat, got the cat really looks wet.
1: so sad. Oh. That poor kitty cat. cat doesn't what a, know it's what a bad a day. No, the cat, no, doesn't, the really cat doesn't know that it looks very emotional. The cat just knows that it's very wet and would rather not be. But then after the strange heaven sequence where there's a bunch of Siamese cats hanging out and Egyptian god stuff she is found by the Cinderella lady and is nursed back to health, and then forgets everything from her previous life and just hangs out with a bunch of animals for almost the rest of the movie. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is frustrating because <laughs> the dad goes and visits like all the time because he's fallen in love with this woman in the woods, and the cat is there and he just never notices it. <clears throat> and I'm just like, no, just notice this stupid cat. <laughs> then again, he probably wouldn't even get able to recognize it because he never paid attention to it uh, i guess
0: yeah but the stakes wouldn't be high enough his daughter uh, has to be on the brink of death in order for him yeah. to care about a cat
1: because the cat follows some instinct to go and see the house but doesn't stick around so she goes and meows at the window one time and then runs away and then mary sees it and it's like it's her it's my thomasina i must go to her and then she runs out the door into the rain and gets pneumonia instantly
0: yep because instantly. that's what happens
1: I don't know if these people know what sickness is. The people who wrote this movie, like, know anything about those, like, illness and how it works, but okay. (laughs) Anyway, so then she's dying of pneumonia. pneumonia.
0: She almost died of
1: pneumonia. And then everyone is like, oh, she's given up on life. Because her cat
0: has run away.
1: Yeah, but then the cat comes back, you know, to save the day.
0: But doesn't it, like, resist because it doesn't trust the dad because the dad, like, basically murdered it? Which is touching I guess but it wasn't really because there was this part of the Wikipedia article that I read at least where I don't know whether you heard this little narration she has in her head but the cat is like it would be the perfect vengeance for me to just leave and let her die
1: oh oh I didn't even catch that part.
0: Yeah. Like it would be taking revenge on the doctor to be like, haha, you killed me, I'll kill your daughter.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't I guess I just didn't get that implication because I thought maybe revenge meant I'll t- scratch your face and, and this is the scene where the cat was wet and I'm like, no. So yeah. I guess I cared more about that poor actress cat. Cat cattress.
0: Yeah, I was kind of looking at how they were treating the animal actors. Yeah. And being like, yeah, this would not fly now. Like, actually grabbing a cat the way that a small child grabs a cat.
1: Yes, oh, it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. I was just like, no, teach this child how to handle animals. But, I mean, it was realistic.
0: It was realistic. I was like, oh, yeah, but it doesn't make you feel like Thomasina should want to come back.
1: <laughs> exactly. It just seems like Thomasina's having a terrible time.
0: But it made it clear to me that that cat was definitely on some drugs.
1: That cat was so patient.
0: On drugs. Might have just been a
1: really good cat.
0: No. I feel like all of the animal actors, maybe not the deer, because the deer always looked like they had just gotten kicked, if you'd noticed that. <laughs> like, all of the deer were, like, stumbling into the frame at just the beginning, and then they'd, like, turn A-T-Q. around indignantly. And that was, that was, like, every deer was just like, what the fuck? I guess there were other animals, like, just a bunch of animals that were just like, I feel like this animal is on drugs right now. Like, the puppy, when he brings the puppy in...
1: Aw, no, nah, puppies like, don't. Puppies might chill. be just sleepy. Uh,
0: I think you're an optimist. I'm pretty sure all of these animals were drugged out of their minds.
1: Yeah, I would like to be an optimist. I don't want to think about these poor animals. Don't put animals in movies anymore. Computer animate them all in. I don't care how bad it looks.
0: Yeah, I'd be. I'd rather watch a big, like, polygon elephant than be like, some <laughs> real elephant actually had to have this happen to them. Uh, Want to do highs and lows?
1: Yeah, let's do highs and lows.
0: Cool. So what is your high with this movie, Abby?
1: My high is definitely the cat heaven sequence. Yeah? Because it is kind of just a few moments of what is going on (laughs) in this film. Because they don't explain what is really happening. We know that she's dead.
0: That's how you can tell this this is is adapted from a book.
1: Like, there's probably a bunch of stuff that wasn't narrated that we were supposed to pick up on for that. Anyway, but it was just so bonkers... And I like that scene the best. I recommend you look it up on YouTube, in fact. So, uh, my low is how little cat there was. <laughs> the cat is on the cover of the book and the movie. Not this dad.
0: Not stupid dads. This isn't yeah. Thomas Thomasina. Is dad.
1: Yeah, this is Thomasina, the cool cat who's so special, and it's all about her, and she narrates it, and she's the best. So this is definitely, I, it makes sense that it was adapted from a book, because the book doesn't have to be marketed to kids.
0: Yeah, but it's 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 not like, let's all look at this cat. Here's this movie about a cat. And then it's like, nope, psych, sorry. It's actually about a bunch of, not just children, but adult people. It's actually just about adult humans like every other movie. Sorry if you thought this was about a cat.
1: It's just told from the perspective of a cat a little bit because that was a fun narration technique in the book. (sighs) See, this urge for cats talking has not been scratched. If you pardon my almost pun. (laughs) It's not been cat scratched. Uh, you Heyo, know, you I got read. the jokes. Do you remember? I this got book? the
0: jokes. You probably don't remember this book, but in our house we had this book that was blatantly a ripoff of Watership Down, but with house cats.
1: Oh no! You're talking about Warriors.
0: I don't think I am.
1: I think you might be.
0: Okay, so
1: because it was like about cats in the woods, but they're just normal house cats.
0: No, but listen, and they were
1: kind of badass. Listen, because
0: the, okay. the thing is that I think I've seen this the the books you're talking about. And I think mine is a different one. See whether this plot sounds familiar to you. It's like there's a house cat and he is a regular kind of house cat. And then in the end, by the end of the book, he's having to destroy an underground fortress of death cats that are, like, somehow monstrous and are, like, sucking all of the energy out of the, like, world for some reason it's underground and they're all going blind and like they're turning into like cat morlocks and he has to stop it and he nearly dies a few times and also there's this weird sequence where he's like in the backyard of a house and there's another cat who comes out to say hey and he thinks that it's a lady cat but then he like realizes with horror that it's actually like a fixed guy cat which is not a sequence that you would expect to have in a kid's book at all
1: I have no recollection of this.
0: Oh my god, did I dream this? I don't think I dreamt it. Uh, well, this.
1: there's a movie that's kind of like that. It's more of a noir with cats, and there is a sex scene in it. What is it? Even though it's animated. Hold on, let me look it up.
0: But it, does it have the big like underground sci-fi thing happening?
1: Yeah, but don't talk for a second. Okay. Fellas, badass, animated cat. Movie. No!
0: I'm just gonna have to wait until I find this by chance on like the shelves of a used bookstore and I'm like, oh, right. But the thing is that the Warriors thing has now like um, messed up the scent, like the trail a little bit because I know that wasn't it because the Warriors. Yeah, books this are does like not sound like regular kids That's. Books. With and that's also
1: right. much more like Watership Down, like what you're describing, yeah. not a rip-off of Watership Down. That's just some weird shit.
0: But Watership Down had horrifying moments. Like, that's why I remember it being sort yeah, of like but Watership Down, is because there's there nothing supernatural. Of, like, terror. Well, there was that one ghost,
1: where, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Well, there... I guess it was kind of, because Fiverr had magical powers, almost. He could right. just... He had, like, second sight.
0: And there's like you know and all of the like bunny culture stuff, but yeah, yeah, like, the bunny and culture remember, like, stuff that, is that like best. thing where like they're all the like zombie rabbits, not zombies exactly, but like ghost rabbits.
1: No, see, there's a sequence where Fiverr is taken to his dying brother by sort of a vision, but there is also a part where they're describing what's happening in uh, the warren that they left that was destroyed, and that might be what you're thinking. Anyway, uh, I'm super obsessed with Watership Down. Yeah, and they also
0: they also end up in like the Warren that's like wrong somehow.
1: Yeah, that one is wrong because they're like people. Uh-huh. Uh, they live near people and have adopted some weird stuff from people. And also uh, the fact that they know that the woods are full of like traps, uh-huh. and they know that uh, they're being fed by the people and We're being trapped. So they know that they're all going to die someday. They know it might be pretty soon. So they have, like, a really weird relationship with death. They're, like, super nihilistic. Mm -hmm. And they also have art, and they laugh.
0: So, like, these things are
1: all things that the other rabbits are like, what the fuck, why are they doing this weird thing with their voices? I
0: actually kind of think that teaching kids about this stuff, or not really teaching kids about this stuff, but, like, having these be kids' books is good, right? for kids understanding the relationship between humans and animals.
1: No, I thought it was amazing. Because it doesn't just make animals into people. I liked this because it was like, these rabbits are not like people. They are definitely super different from people.
0: Like, Watership Down and a bunch of other books, too. It ultimately makes humans and the things that humans do completely evil. Like, there is no way for a human to be in any way, like, cooperating with their environment. It's just, like, nope. Nope. Human, well, see, also, is not good.
1: I mean, we kill everything, but Which is in true, Watership but Down, also,
0: like, programs us to self loathe
1: See, in Watership Down, there is another part, Maddie, where a young girl finds the wounded Hazel and is like, "Oh, a fun little rabbit friend. I'm going to take him in." And so she does, and she has a veterinarian friend who comes over and is like, oh, yeah, this rabbit is fine. We'll just release him into the wild again." So, not all people are bad in this story, my sister. Hmm. Just, I mean, look, a development does come in and destroy their habitat, and that's something that that's happens. True.
0: That's true. But I guess I just feel still, after all these years, some resentment about feeling blamed for it.
1: Oh, well, that's too bad. Just Sorry, you feel that way. It's existing. called human guilt. But like, yeah, it happens. We got privilege in this world by but being I humans. I
0: don't... I am not the one who's knocking trees over, you know? I didn't go like, yes, absolutely. I was just like, I actively am like, no, not that... But, it's still, but now it's you're still aware feel of it. Terrible about it, and I'm still just like, oh, is this terrible feeling just the human condition? And I'm just supposed to feel terrible about everything we do because the stupid yeah. rabbits don't have a place to live?
1: Yeah, I think so. I remember feeling really shitty about that too because uh, <laughs> we had rabbits living in an empty lot next to our house, and I knew that they were going to come in and develop it eventually. So I was just like, no, my sweet friends, the like, rabbits—literal
0: Watership Down—having it happening next door.
1: But look. We're shitty, and I think it's important for us to acknowledge that, and it's important for kids to understand, you know, from the animal's perspective, what's going on.
0: Which is that we're just shitty shit. And the well, worst. not all of us. But the, the best that we can do is very minor. We can, There is no amount of good stuff we can do that cancels out the bad shit that we do.
1: But hey, look, the rabbits have a happy ending, so... <laughs>
0: so... Everything's fine,
1: so it's fine. I don't care what you think. Watership Down is a perfect masterpiece;
0: don't can you never have something be touched. That you want to ask me?
1: Ah, uh, fine, cut. What are your highs and lows about this movie?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we My were having high? a discussion about Watership Down. It's really important.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My high um, is definitely the Italian version. That it was all in Italian was actually really enjoyable for me. I didn't feel like I had to like pay super close attention but I got most of the main points. I actually had time to write my little garden journal because I'm starting a garden now. I mean, you
1: know, it's... Fucking nerd. Wait, Uh, how did we get here? How did we get to talk about your garden? What?
0: Because everything comes back to my garden eventually. Do you want to hear about my garden?
1: Uh, no. We were talking about Watership Down. Can we go back to that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, so I, I, you know, could do other things while I was, like, I didn't have to really pay that close attention, because it was fucking in Italian, and so what was I gonna do? But I did get the overall ambiance, and so that was nice. I might wait, like, watch all of my movies in Italian with no subtitles now. (laughs) I feel like it was a different, more enjoyable experience and understanding everything you know because you just you don't need to understand everything all the time you know my low was all of the feelings that it awoke in me about caring just just caring just so so much about cats i just i can't access those feelings yet because i can't have (laughs) a cat in my apartment and it just hurt it hurt pretty bad honestly
1: good highs and lows a plus Uh, Well, what are we going
0: to watch next time?
1: Next time, we're going to watch a show called MythQuest.
0: MythQuest.
1: I am so excited for MythQuest. It looks awesome. I cannot remember who recommended this, but I think it might have been Michael on Twitter. If so, thank you, Michael. I hope you made it this far past us talking about things that are unrelated to this show. But uh, this one looks super rad. (coughs) I think it was Michael because that guy really likes history, I think.
0: MythQuest is about history?
1: It's just got myths in it from different places. Yeah, and also, uh, as you probably know, all myths actually are historical. Uh, They all happened. So (coughs) they're actual accounts of the past. I don't know if you knew that.
0: Oddly enough, I did not know that.
1: Thank you guys so much for listening to us, even though we're weird sometimes.
0: We're never weird. Be confident.
1: We're perfect. Uh, so, also, thank you for my Patreon subscribers for making this possible. Ooh. You mean the world to me. Ooh. Yeah! Yeah! Now I'm going to go back and not talk anymore. Cool. Except, I mean, if you want to talk about Worship Down some more after the show, um, <laughs> I can explain to you how it's the most perfect some more.
0: Of course, of course. You always have the voice room for that. I understand. Yeah, I
1: can tell you. remember the Black Rabbit event line, Maddie? I do.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, I do remember the Black Rabbit of Inlet.
1: There are so many more stories about him in the book. He's so much cooler in the book. Okay, uh bye. Don't ever run away.